Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm here with Isabel Wellman. We connected in our magical money membership I never know how to explain what it is because I feel like some people won't get it um and just recently I was on her podcast that she has so like I will link to that and go check out her podcast as well and um I'm gonna just um hand it off to Isabel to introduce herself and have all the cool things she does she's the multi-passionate entrepreneur here so <laughs> thank you Lisa I'm so excited to be here and to reconnect because we have some magical energy with our fire and air going on. And to start with what I do, I have to say that uh, my business is the Conscious Alignment Method, and this is to help outdoorsy, spiritually aligned women and female-bodied individuals to harness the energy of their body, mind, and soul alignment to have that endless energy, that limitless mindset where nothing is impossible while being able to connect with yourself on that spiritual level. So using physical movement, different mindset tools, tips and tricks, and shifting into that full embodiment is really the the medicine and the magic. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful what you do. And I love how you combine everything together I just looked at your Instagram bio I think you like changed it but I love how it has multiple different things I just like love like the different um the passions that come through but you want to talk about how you're a Leo sun and Leo moon and how that maybe that energy comes through in your business and like everything that you offer yeah absolutely so the best way I can say it I'll try to be real concise I'm working on that lately (laughs) but I would say that I am always there for the underdog. And so my passion for fitness and supporting the female bodied individual, where I'm not just talking about people who identify as females, but anyone who has a female body, (laughs) um, I just feel like there's not enough confidence. And we're so afraid to be in our power, to show up in a gym setting, to be brave enough to go on a hike by ourselves at times because of this weird dynamic with the masculine that I do feel is evolving. We're in the midst of it. And that's the potence of this magic I bring. And with that passion and that drive, that fire I have from that sun, wanting to be seen, wanting to help people come up with me and like, let's go get in the car. We're going to go to Hollywood. You're going to get your face on the big screen. That's kind of the feeling. But it's very nourished. It's very much a protective kind of feeling as well with that Leo moon. I'm very, I'm, I'm all about vulnerability. I am a, because I'm a new moon Leo, I was born as a true new moon baby. I cannot be prideful in the sense of not just sharing the success and riding with that. I, I can't do it. I have to be completely transparent. Um, 
as an example, like the other day, I had some classes to promote my own membership this week, and I had no one show up for a couple of them. That was a huge gut-wrenching moment, and I was so upset. It did happen when the moon was in Scorpio in real time, so it was even more highlighted with that stubborn, fixed energy of, why isn't this working? But for me to transmute that into energy that's going to be applicable and useful for not just myself, but for other people to see behind the scenes. It's like, hey, this is what happened. I'm not ashamed of it happening, but this is how I'm going to work through it now. And being able to share that with future students, clients, just my community in general is really meaningful to me. And so I feel like I have this balance of being that bold, brave, let's go get them lion. But I also have that very tender and soft, hey, I'm also like a little lion mama and you're my cubs and I'm going to make sure no one hurts you because this is what I'm dealing with. No one's perfect. Let's all just be happy. (laughs) Yes. I have this little, um, I don't know what the word is like analogy. I used to describe Leo energy. So like my best friend is a Leo, but then I had another Leo friend when I was like in elementary school. And whenever there was new kids, she had to make friends with them. She had to make sure they were okay. And she had to include them and she didn't want them to feel left out. And that's how I describe anyone who has strong Leo energy. It's like, they want everyone to feel included and welcoming. And I can hear that come out with you, what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. That nails it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's it, it's like the protector energy as well too that will come through. But um, you're a Libra rising, and I feel like um, the rising sign. I don't know if you which one you connect with more, but I feel like the rising sign almost dictates our like where our souls kind of going. And your like your uh, rising ruler is Venus, which is in Cancer, and you said like Mama Bear or something. So I immediately looked at like that. And so um, do you find that you have two cancer placements? Do you find that those come out sometimes like in comparison to the fire with the Leo, like the fire in the water, how that like kind of works? Honestly, since you were on my podcast, you really, you pointed that out to me and I was like, huh, all right, Libra, Venus, Venus is in cancer. And I was like, holy smokes, that is crazy (laughs) insight. And so being able to reflect upon that, I have been seeing how that comes out. And that when I am balanced in that masculine feminine energy, which has been a practice for the last four, four, three years, um, religiously now, I'm like, I feel like I'm finally getting it. I'm finally understanding how to allow that masculine to have its time and space and place, but to also really honor that feminine energy. And yeah, I think it's really freaky now that I've tapped into it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, looking at the ruler of everything, it kind of, it's like an extra layer that you, if you really want to dive deep into astrology, everyone go look at the ruler of houses. Um, And then I guess I'll just, what I see is okay so I kind of look at the chart like the 12 seasons I don't remember if I like said that but do you find um with Virgo season does it feel almost like a um like a more reflective point in time or like certain things are like ending before your season even though you're a Leo like your season is starting which is Libra season like at the end of this month so like I don't know if you've like it, it's 
when you bring awareness to it, like I know now, like every Virgo season, what I kind of focus on, but do you find that there's almost like this watery energy for you right now? Absolutely. Yeah. The tears have been coming. I've been a lot more vulnerable things, uh, even with like my pets have been coming up, which I think is um, just like my Libra-ness. It has something to do with that for some reason that comes up for me, but I absolutely think that's accurate. I usually go through a detox during Virgo season. I really go into that devoted, hey, where am I, you know, overspending my time, like just working for work? Like, where am I over, like, just pushing it too far when I don't need to? And really letting that divine feminine, that watery energy meshed with the earth energy lead me and guide me. It's always a time where I feel like I tap deeper into my intuition as well, which is um, in my own experience, it's like going from the thinking brain into the feeling brain and really allowing the heart to say like, hey, you need nature (laughs) or hey, you should really trust following this feeling and just letting that play out as needed. But it can be scary to do that. (laughs) Yeah. And then... What else do I see in the chart? I love doing this because it like almost tests my ability of like what I can. It's like a challenge a little bit um, because okay, I have Saturn and Aries as well. And I've we both have not gone through our Saturn return yet, even though we probably are like we're like aware that it's going to happen. And I feel like a lot of people aren't aware that it happens. And we have some people have been like, uh I wonder how it will feel for you to go through your Saturn return because you're aware that it will be happening when it is. Um, But have you had any like, um, I guess, lessons learned from your Saturn placement or how it works? Because it's like with you, it's opposing your ascendant and even your North node. But and again, the balance, the theme of balance will come up. Uh, But has there been like a lesson either of like independence or anything that comes through with the Saturn and Aries? Oh, yeah. And maybe you can even shine some light or some advice for me on this. But am I allowed to go deep and dark for a second on here? Like, just be be vulnerable. Um, when I was 21, so like that squaring. Yeah. Wow. I was dating a Scorpio. And I was living in California for the first time. I had this dream because I visited when I was 18 or 19 for my birthday. Fell in love, got to do the hippie surf girl vacation smoke and splits was was beautiful. I wasn't into this work yet. So it was a little bit different. I had just done my yoga teacher training, which we talked about on my podcast about how impactful those are. And during mine, it was all about the independency because that partner who I thought was so supportive and like balanced and we're here together, no judgment. We both had our issues. He was a great lesson and teacher in my life, but we ended up, um, you know, not having the best time, finances were tight. And I ended up getting pregnant during that time. And then I felt like my individuality was gone and my fate was determined by this person. And so my independence didn't exist. It was right during that Saturn square. And, you know, needless to say, I don't have a child and I was broke. So I felt like that was the right call, but I I wasn't it wasn't a mutual decision. It, it didn't feel equal or anything like that. And it took me a year and a half to get out of that relationship after 
we moved away from California, all the things. And I finally got that confidence to sever it. And I think that is why I was brought to astrology because astrology came into my life in 2019 after that breakup. Uh, Deborah Silverman, shout out, her school's closing, but she uh, is the queen, my mama bear. And she just enlightened me. And I was like, frick, all right, let's go on this journey. And learning about the Saturn shook me. And so I'm stoked that I know about Saturn, that I know what to do. I'm prepping every day for this. I feel like I'm training for an ultra marathon with uh, it coming up. And that's my big focus. It's learning how to balance these energies. And so I would love your advice on how um, I might be able to work with being that independent, you know, working in that space, but also allowing room for the other and working with that chironic North node energy. This is where I feel like I'm the most stuck with my own chart. And I feel like I can never read my chart as well as I read someone else's chart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. First I want to be like, just say like, thank you for sharing, like sharing that and tapping into vulnerability. And okay. I feel like it's almost like we met for like a reason because I discovered astrology in my Saturn square too, which was around the same time as yours because it was when Saturn was in Capricorn and it was squaring. And uh, like, I'm a Cancer rising, you're a Libra rising. So technically we square each other in a way. We're both like, we're leading, but just in different ways. But my Saturn's like in the tent. So I always look at the chart like a clock. Mm -hmm. So um, if you were to like really reflect on Saturn, I feel like if you look this is my cancer rising. You got to go back to the past a little bit and like, just reflect. So look at like, if something happened when you were seven, 14, and then you just shared the 20 age 21, and then they kind of will somehow all connect to your, like where yours is in the seventh house. Right. So for me, mine's in the 10th. So my Saturn square was happening. It was like in the seventh squaring mine. And mine was like a relationship issue as well with a person who challenged my self-worth like it was a big lesson. It was the first like real boyfriend and just awful situation. Um, but again, because it, it's like that, the seventh house energy there. But for you, I mean, your North Node is in Libra and then your Saturn's in Aries. So it's almost like your soul wants to go Libra and it already knows how to be independent. But your Saturn's like, no, you still have this lesson of independence. And, but then Chiron's in Libra, which is, it's considered the relationship wound. I have it as well. Um, and it's in, cause you're Libra rising. It's like, they're flipped the houses. So I feel like it's this delicate balance of like, your whole life will be a balance of like, making sure you're like connecting with people, but you'd never lose who you really are. I mean, that sounds simpler <laughs> than it really is, but um yeah, my mom is a Libra rising. And with her, it's like, I want to be with my friends. No, oh, I want to go out. No. And it's like this back and forth of wanting to be with people and wanting to be by yourself. But like finding that balance or almost like being able to set boundaries and not feel bad about it. I don't know if that also comes up because I, I feel like any kind of Libra energy will feel bad if they tell somebody no, whereas Aries energy doesn't maybe as much. Um that hopefully that maybe answer that answer I always never know where I'm what's coming through when I'm talking but oh it was beautiful as always Lisa's the queen at intuition and downloads that's another reason why I think we were able to connect like very much learning that in my my path right now 
And that hits like simple is better right now for me. And so really taking that, knowing like where to keep myself as myself and allowing myself to continue to immerse with others, that has been the dance. And I feel like it's really apparent within my own physical body. That's where um, like for 14, I had made it onto the travel basketball team. And I was in the eighth grade. I thought it was a big freaking deal because everyone cool I thought was cool at the time (laughs) was on that team. And then I broke my nose and I couldn't play basketball or maybe, yeah, whatever grade it was, the sixth grade. And yeah, I had to do um, a different sport and I was sad. And I felt like that was what happened during that time. But I haven't looked too far into the seven-year-old. Like that's the one that is dark and mysterious for me. Yeah. So what might come up? Cause like, I've looked at mine too. So like your big lesson has to do with like partnership, like with, with Saturn, the seventh has to do with connecting to like another person, like really getting to know them, like deep connection there. So age seven would have been something in the 10th house. So it could have been something like public or father related. Cause the 10th is the father. Then with the first house, it may be like what you said, changing sports, like it was not part of your identity. You felt like something in your identity changed or shifted because it's the first. And then the fourth house would have had to do with your roots or the um, your family or something tied to like your mom, like something like that. So, um, but they all kind of like, I feel like they're all kind of connected in a way. Like I've looked at mine and mine would have been because I'm squared, it was identity family, partner, and then it'll top off with career. So it's just, it's interesting um, to see. I wonder um, on if there's a new or full moon that's in a cardinal sign, do you feel it more than the other moons per se? That's a really great, great question. Ah, uh, let's see. We just, let me get my bearings here. Yeah, yeah. Cancer season's always a biggie. And you know what? Because the sun and moon are conjunct in my chart, I definitely have that mother-father, I'm in the middle kind of energy. And so if I think back to it, yeah, yeah. The mother wound came up hard last year. And I've always had this um, relationship where I was in the middle being that, man, that, that, negotiator the messenger the I love you both but you're making me choose kind of energy because my parents are now divorced and all through high school I had to deal with that I had fallings out I had times when I would support one more than the other and like really lost myself in that so it's a lot of family drama (laughs) my, my whole life if I look like really deep into it but I would mask that by being hyper independent and like pulling myself out of the situation and just trying to be my best at whatever it was, school, sports, like whatever, just so I wouldn't make them have to worry about me or like bring more work to the table, which I feel like is like, was very unhealthy Libra energy when I was growing up. (laughs) Yeah, I have um, like a Libra fourth house. So I always feel like I'm like the mediator, like, like someone will phone me and then I'll phone someone else and tell them the message and they won't speak in my family. And I'm like, what is going on right now? This is not, this is not right or healthy really. 
but it's that like, okay, I want to keep the balance. No one's fighting. Let's just like harmony all around, please. I, I understand that completely. Yes. Oh my gosh. And like when you have awareness of that, which I think why astrology is so, oh, thank, thank you universe for dropping this into our, our world and just bringing us to the awareness. Cause without that awareness, I would be a wreck. I've definitely made the choice. For, like if I have a relationship I care about, I need to be the one to like step up and speak my truth, my thoughts, why I get affected by things, very emotionally connected, which might have something to do with that cancer Venus, like really making that um, an apparent part of relationships now, which has helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm so like back to like the full moon, new moon. I've just, I, I almost look at it as like a, the chart, it's almost like an experiment kind of, right? Like you're just, you're living it, you're embodying the energies, but I find whatever angles that you have. So you have like all the cardinal angles, those full moons are like, they hit you the hardest because they're, they're like opposing, like, let's say you're mid heaven or like, they just, they feel more. I don't know if that's just me. I just want to ask you that just cause it's, I don't know the cardinal full moons. They hit me really hard compared to like the mutable or fixed. It's just really weird, but yeah, that's really interesting. I'm really happy you asked that because I had not thought about the the full moon or new moon in that way. So that's amazing insight. Yeah, and the angles I feel like are so important of the chart. I don't know why, but it's like the main parts of a clock. That's just how I kind of like see it. So yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay, so now kind of moving on to, I feel like, oh, you mentioned Deborah Silverman earlier. I found Deborah too in like 2019. So like, again, there with the synchronicities, but the first thing she talks about is like elements, right? So fire is your like most dominant element. So because now, so you are like a personal trainer and like fitness is like a big, I always like, I see you working out on Instagram and I'm like, oh, I need to go do my workout. I need, he's inspiring me to get off my butt and do it. Um, so I guess like how, why did you become a personal trainer? And has movement always been a part of your life being a fire dominant soul? Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you could say temper tantrum as a child, <laughs> if I was not moving or getting stimulated, I was chaos. I started movement, um, as soon as I could remember three years old, I was in dance classes and soccer practice. And so that was my main start. And I was in dance for, I mean, all of my school years until 16 or 17 and soccer my whole life, always running. Like I, I, I had always applied myself to a new sport, even if I had to start all over because I, I wanted to learn more about the movements, why the sport was fun for other people. It was always like I was in an experiment. Like I knew that I could learn it really fast and like get pretty good at it pretty fast but it was always watching everyone else. That was like another part of that passionate drive. Like, oh, how can I take what they're doing and like learn that so I can get better? And it was really fun in that way. But I, um, yeah, if I wasn't being like challenged enough in sports, like in dance, I would learn something like that. And then I would just start like doing somersaults and handstands when they're like trying to teach other people something. And that has been a theme in my life for a while until I learned I needed the, all right, you need to stimulate yourself. The world isn't just going to do it for you. Like you don't have to distract everybody or anyone else while you're doing movement. And then that's um, 
I think like that ended up spiraling into an eating disorder. And that's why I got really passionate about women and female bodied people having someone to look to or learn from to understand that movement isn't just to look a certain way or to achieve a calorie loss or to lose 10 pounds. Like, awesome. Those are great benefits, but it's literally just medicine for your mind, for your soul. It makes you feel so much more connected and free in your body. And it gives you that power. And I think by having that, that inspiration and, and getting heavy lifts out or experimenting with new movements, it's going to keep it fresh. It's going to keep it fun and it's going to just make it playful. And so, um, getting my CPT or my personal training certification was really that mark in the line of, all right, like I'm certified. I can now do this. Although I've been doing it for 15 plus years, because after that eating disorder, I would run two times a day, a day, go to the gym, would just burn out, wasn't healthy, hair wasn't healthy, nails weren't healthy. And then a friend caught me, you know, trying to um, get rid of my food at a lunch one day. And they're just devastated. And so after that, I was like, wow, what am I doing? Like, this isn't what this isn't feel good. This isn't making anyone happy. So let's just try to do it in a positive way. And so that was really that turning point of let's go up from being a nutrient less activity to this like very nutrient and very inspiring and motivating activity. And then I got to compete in some races and have a little team that I trained with and really got confident in lifting weights. And from there, I'm like, yeah, everyone needs this. This is like, this is better than any drug out there. <laughs> so let's do this more. <laughs> yeah, I, um, Okay. My train of thought. I struggle. I've always struggled with like the, like keeping consistent movement. I danced as well, like my whole life. And then you, you stop like when you're like 17, 18, you're like, Oh my gosh, what do I do now? And then I've been like on and off since I was 18, like with movement. And I've just recently started to be consistent. I actually do. Um, cause I can't, the re okay. I learned that and this is, there's something in my natal chart that made me want to work out for this reason, as opposed to a whole, like, okay, I don't even know how many calories you burn in a workout or any of that, but it's something with the female body, like your bone density, like stops when you're like, when you turn 30, is it 30 or younger? About 30. Yeah. And like, I'm 25 and I was like, oh my gosh, my bones are going to be like horrible if I don't start lifting weights. And that's what motivated me to start working out. And I was like, and I feel like more women need to know that information. Like it's not even like a how you look thing, but it's like what it looks like inside your body. Like you need to be moving. What did they tell me in yoga teacher training? One of them was like motion is lotion. Cause like I'll move and I'll crack in different places. And I feel like the body like needs to move. Cause it's, I always say like we're designed to walk. Like I don't, I don't drive. Like I try to walk places and I just feel like it's more like natural. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about sitting in a chair, our hips are all scrunched up and getting tight. And then our shoulders start to lean forward because our little heads are heavy. We're like little babies when we don't move all over again. We're just like, help me. My head's going to roll off. And it's so silly. But um, I, I agree. Just women learning about the internal workings and how it's not about the looks. And that's not not the important part, but it's how you feel. 
if you feel because we're just a body, right? Like this is just physical. It's amazing. It does a lot for us. It literally breathes on its own, which is enough to realize how magical it is. But um, that bone density bit, like it's scary when people aren't moving their bodies because when you don't use it, you lose it. And I strongly believe the body is the temple. And if you're, you know, temple sits there and no one goes to it for hundreds of years, moss is going to grow, the dust is going to collect, and maybe it will one day just turn into a hill because nobody has touched it. And so earth has just grown around it naturally and it's lost forever. <laughs> but one day someone is like, I feel like I'm going to dig with my excavator here and find something new. And then they bring it back out and they clean up the cobwebs and like over time it can come back. So it's really crazy how easy it can maintain itself and how easy it can just get lost in the sauce. And then when we lose that sauce in our body, the, the mind, it's our treasure. And if you stop using your treasure, God forbid, we're just going to become little cyborgs and it's going to be a mess at that point. But that's where I think like all of this anxiety and, and negativity and like body hate and confusion and indecision, it all comes in because we're just not expelling our energy enough. We're not being stimulated in fun, invigorating ways. So whether moving is walking with your girlfriends, like to the park and back in the AM and you get your hot girl walk in, awesome. Maybe it's going to a cycling class or it's hiking a 14er. Um, perhaps you do want to weight lift, but the more you can do strength resistance training, wow, you are going to feel and be come that best self and it can happen in any way body weight or not but really moving weight gives you that like you're powerful you're holding something it's practical it's tangible and I really think that's where like my Leo in the 10th house comes in it's being able to like use that energy in practical ways so holding something is really like yeah this bar and I'm strong and psh. and so yeah that's my very um passionate <laughs> answer but with the weights, like I used 10 pound dumbbells for a long time. And then I was like, I was just swinging it around and which felt really cool. Like I can do a single arm tricep thing, like just push it back with like, it's nothing with the 10 pound weight. And that used to be so hard. And I'm like, I'm so strong. Like, look what I can do. So then I invested in 15 pound dumbbells and those some, some movements, I'm like, holy, holy moly. Like that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of weight. And then some movements it's like easier. So now my goal is to like max those out, but I feel so strong picking up the 15 pound weight. It is very empowering, empowering to do that. So I love that. And that's, yeah, that's my main message. Like just pick something up and, yeah. and just see. And if you're scared, that's a good thing. That means you're you're curious that you get to grow and that you get to ask for help. And all those like big sweaty dudes and tiny tank tops, they're not bad people. Like learn from them, ask them a question. They're there getting jacked anyways. Might, well, might as well put their brains to the test and see if they actually know what they're doing. And so I, I say like bring in that feminine energy and just like punch through anything that makes you scary. <laughs> and then do you want to talk about your the mind body soul connection so like we've obviously talked about the body but then how the other work that you do kind of mixes them all together yeah uh, so in my uh, conscious lament method membership it is all about first moving the body so I kicked this off during airy season 
and it was inviting people to learn about their chi. So when we don't move the body, like I talked about, our chi gets stagnant and it's locked in. That's where disease, dis-ease in the body begins to come up. We get those cracks, those cringles, we get the aches. These symptoms are not just things you want to brush off. These things are literally like, hey, this could be 25 years down the road, an onset of Alzheimer's, which is now being seen today. And so many people, because of the processed foods, I know in Canada, it's not as bad up there, thank goodness, but in the US where I'm at, I mean, we just have all of these chemicals and pesticides that are leached through water, through the fertilization that's being put on our plants and our, our vegetation. And it's just not doing us justice. Soy, not doing us justice. And so we first take that all out. We just come back to nature. We come back to simple. We come back to organic. I know it can be expensive at times, but just tiny things. One vegetable organic, if you can, makes a world's difference in your body for the long haul. And listening to those symptoms, like, hey, maybe I could take in a little bit of mobility today. And that's my movement, just 10 minutes, or maybe I can go for a little jog, just loosen up and shake it out. And that's where I think it's such a great um, call for this because it's Virgo season. So we're detoxing, we're just like eliminating the ick. And so that's going to refresh you with the body. So we'll go into the mindset now. With the mind, <laughs> when you're shaking out all that body energy, you're likely going to come up to some traumatic events, which has uh, been my experience with movement and how my clients have also experienced it. Because once you start to become a little bit more confident in your physical structure, the thing that makes you real in this 3D world, you now get to focus on the energy. And that energy is now flowing. And now that the energy is flowing and it feels a little bit safer, feels like you're not going to abandon it, feels like you got your own back, things start to come to the surface. And so this is where I really found it necessary to create this body, mind, soul alignment process, because when we just stop at the body, we get lost, we get confused, we can fall off. We, we look at it as a chore versus a lifestyle. And so when we start to work with the mind, the emotions automatically come in and we get to work on mindset changes. So we work on this a lot in the Magical Women and Money membership, but Every month I have different homework. And so for airy season, it was movement. For tour season, it was breathwork and meditation for anyone of any level. And we would go through it together. There'd be a practice. For Gemini season, it was creating your alter ego. And so taking who you are now, having that future vision, and then breaking through and acting in ways in that persona and having this fun little identity shift. And so it kind of goes in this manner. Um, for cancer season, it was inner child healing. And so it's very, uh, it's a slow process because it's month to month. But I think that's a really great way to do it because we're not meant to rush. And so by going through that physical, the mental and emotional, we get access to our spirit. We get access to what we're really longing for because now it's time to make decisions and choices. And the difference between those two decisions are things that are decided in because of things that happened in the past. And so you're, you're collecting data, you're auditing, you're like, hmm, that didn't work, or this worked, and you're making a decision off of that, where a choice is spontaneous. And so you stop making it as many decisions, because now you're so confident and brave and connected 
that you're listening to that intuition, you're tapping into that feminine body, because I think a lot of us are hyper-masculine as it is, and we're allowing ourselves to trust what is coming, and we're not so focused on the future, although it's good to have that image, we're really focused on the now and that feeling of how can I move forward? What medicine do I need today? You're given all the tools. Like, I hope that you come through the program and eventually I never see you again. And I only say that because I want you to be so well off and so well equipped with your own little tool belt of tips and tricks and mindset shifts and lifestyle shifts that you just become that. And you're like, oh yeah, like that old person's still there and I can still talk to them and like reassure them that I'm safe, but I am this transformed person who can just battle life and take it on bit by bit. And so that's where I really think and find that this all ties together. And it can be a lot for some people to comprehend or look at because it is so much. And that has been a little bit of a struggle in my arena of, all right, how do I properly explain this without it being overwhelming? (laughs) And so I just try to a little piece and then bring you in and we'll talk and you'll you'll just get it you'll fall in the line and that's the fun part it's just playing which i think it's like coming back to that leo energy we're just keeping it simple what is it spf simple playful and fun that's my favorite kind of spf okay i've never heard that that's fun okay (laughs) yeah definitely i like to look at like the zodiac as like we have 12 seasons and like we really do flow with them so and i agree with you like the the quote like change doesn't happen overnight but it's hard to sometimes share that message with people to almost tell them like it's not even about like the monetary investment it's the time thing that like always gets people like I had this I had this idea for a six-month program and so many people were like that's like so long and they were like could I do it for this many months and in my mind I was like I have a structure I want you to follow with like the zodiacs like but it's like an interesting um dance between like what you know is kind of right with like the flow of the zodiacs and everything compared to what people are like kind of needing at at times but I think the conscious alignment method membership is like so cool it makes complete sense and it is so needed like for people to know how to like work with the energy and the uh the alter ego Gemini thing like that makes me laugh as a Gemini but like there's more than one side to like everybody yes like the duality that's there yeah yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, everyone can like, I don't, not everyone. Let me take that back. Like people can like, oh yeah, Gemini's are two-faced. Nah. It's like, no way. Are you nuts? Are you super happy with who you are now? If not, this is a grand opportunity. It's like Beyonce. She created Sasha Fierce. And so she had this persona because she was not always Beyonce. She's not always shaking that thing as happily as she has been. Like she was a little church girl. She was just like quiet, calm in her box. And she had to create this ego to step out of that comfort zone. And I think that is the magic of Gemini. I love Gemini energy. I'm definitely, um, I definitely attract it. <laughs> yeah, like Leo Gemini is the most fun combination. I'll say that. Like it's just, they're both, I feel like Leo Gemini are both playful signs. So you can have like a lighthearted, fun experience. They just understand it, right? Yes. Absolutely. A little banter never hurt anybody. (laughs) And then, so I have a question about, I guess, like all the multiple ideas. So if someone goes on your site, it's okay. Go to the 
podcast. I told somebody I was on your podcast, like incredible conversations. And they were like, was it an incredible conversation? And I was like, it was totally. So everyone <laughs> needs to go listen to that. And then um, there's also on there, like I saw, cause I like explored, like I was sort of sneaking through everything. And it was like photography, astrology, personal training, even modeling, like all of these things, which is so cool. So like, do you have like a favorite thing that you do? Or like, is there a, I feel like it's a, like, I can look at your chart and be like, oh, it's the Leo expressing your creativity in lots of different ways. Why pick one thing? You have to self-express as many things as possible. But um, do you have like a favorite one or like, I, I mean, like, how do you balance all of them? I would ask your the Libra energy that. <laughs> That's a great question. So my lifelong dream was to be a, in the movies, big TV star, but that dang new moon energy makes it really hard to come out of your shell. And so at 25, I'm now 26, I stepped out of my shell and I was like, I'm going to admit to my partner that I want to be a model for outdoor brands and in a featured film movie. And so as I've been working with this trust, with my intuition, with manifestation and really honing in on it and just knowing it will unfold as it is if I meet it halfway, it has done so. And so I have to say that I've had only one big experience with modeling. Um, I was able to be called on for a, a large outdoor brand and I will be in a winter catalog come 2022. I'm not really sure if I can speak on who it is. So I'll just stay safe. But that was the most exciting and enticing experience of my life because I got to travel. I got to meet new people. I got to like be so extroverted and ask questions. Everyone loved astrology. So that was a big hit. And just being around other creative people their visions, their ideas, their quirkiness, and being around other people with big energy. That is what I was like, got hooked on. It was nuts, but that was the coolest experience in my life. And I'm still riding that high. And so I would say that is my ultimate favorite and it is the newest. So um, like how I, I just continue to apply, I put myself out there and I audition for things. And that is kind of how I've tapping into that Leo energy, especially with my progressed new moon going through Leo, I was like, yep, it's time to make this happen. And yeah. And so the, the personal training is a no brainer because that's just been my whole life. People know me for that movement is just my, my ultimate lover in life. And then yoga that's that healed my body. That's a lot of my personal training is revolved around that helped my mindset, helped heal my feminine energy, the photography. It's my hobby. So I just put it out there. If someone wants to hang out with me, I'll take pictures of you all day, baby. I know how to make you look good, but that one's not like a big promotion of it. And let's see, what was the other thing? Like writing, podcasting, great way to just talk and get, get myself out there, connect with people. So it's definitely like it's tapping into what I feel like doing that day and what feels most important. And I think that really allows me to express myself. But some days I'll feel like painting and I'll whip out a painting after three to four hours of just devoted to that. And I'm like, all right, I'm good on that for a month. 
let's go do something else. <laughs> and I've always wondered why I'm like this, because I wish, I wish I could focus on one thing for a long amount of time, but I feel like I've been focusing on all of these things for so long that it's finally starting to show and, and make sense and gain that momentum. <laughs> Okay, I just pulled up your progress chart because you said the progressed moon in Leo. So I'm like, I have to look at the progress chart. So yeah, it's right here. So what's really cool about um, the progressed moon is that I think it's age 27. In the, so like, I think I'd have to like see the exact date, but this your degree, I think it said 26 degrees. Yeah. Um, it'll be another... I can't, I can't do the math right now, but like another like year or so where this, like your progress moon meets up to the point where your actual moon is. And it's supposed to be this like really spiritual year when you're 27, because you're like in this, I know <laughs> I, I, I like, I read that. And then like, also right before it's like happens right before your Saturn return as like this, they say like, um, like a pre cursor to like, what's going to happen to almost like, I don't know, do something. And then the reverse nodal return happens at the same time. So like when the nodes goes in, um, into Aries Libra, but it'll be North node Aries, South node. So it'll be the opposite energy. So that'll happen too around the same time as the, the progress moon, but that's cool. So like, I don't have my progress moon in, like in Pisces yet. It's in Aquarius right now. It's like directly opposite your progress moon, I think. I think it's at 11 degrees, my progress moon in Aquarius. I have to check, wait. <laughs> I want to see this. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a progress like Leo rising, which is so weird to me. Oh, it's at 12 degrees now. But like, yeah. So yeah, we are like, we're opposite progress moons. That's really fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that so much. Holy smokes. I didn't know that about the, yeah, being 27 and that happening. I definitely have been on the prowl for spiritual experiences. Like I am on my, my uh, discovery path of um, doing some ayahuasca. That is something I desperately want to do. feel very called to do that. And I, I feel ready for it. I'm a nervous, but I'm ready for it. And I want that to happen. So praying, praying that is what the future holds for me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like the time of like a, cause like the progress moon can say what kind of season you're in for two and a half years. So when it's in your moon sign, you kind of just feel more like you, but then the question is like, who is that? And then it takes you in down this, <laughs> down this path. So. Yes. I say that is accurate. <laughs> That's been this whole year or the last year and a half. It's like, yeah, who are you? What are you doing? What do you want to leave a legacy as? And that has always been this looming question of what's your legacy going to be and how are you going to impact the world? Like eventually I have a much bigger vision in my mind for what I want to have in the physical world, but it feels very far away, but it will happen one day. I like, I feel it, it's going to happen, but I need to meet all the people in the things that are going to allow that to align. So I'm very eager to be like, to see that, but I, I can wait. I don't need it to happen. <laughs> That's my Libra. I'm like, I don't want to get older. <laughs> Is it like something connected to a humanitarian cause with your legacy or like helping people in some way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Um, 
So I will keep this one real short, but it's basically you steal this idea. I swear to God, you better just invite me to this place for free. <laughs> just kidding. But um, it's called, I want it to be called the trifecta. So it'll be like the conscious alignment method in a physical building. It'll be a huge building that's mostly glass wherever I can put windows. I love windows. I don't like things that make you feel claustrophobic and you should feel like you're outside, but inside fun concept garage doors will be everywhere and like open, but it'll basically be a huge gym. And in this gym, there'll be the CrossFit area, the yoga area, there'll be certain rooms for aerial sports and activities. And then outside of the movement part, there'll be a nutrition area where you can, you know, little grocery, local people and their fruits and veggies, like very community orientated, get everybody in here, have little classes. So on the other side, there'll be classes for children. So bring your kids to the gym. They can move with their own instructor. They can play games. They can do some sort of puzzle. They can just interact with other kiddos off of God dang devices. Can't stand that. Well, you get your workout as a mom or dad or guardian because you, you need that separation at times. And then there's going to be a dog park in the back. So your dog can come with, I got dogs. I think that would be a no brainer. I don't know any gym like that. And um, with that, like, I would love it to be on acreage so that there could be ceremonies for plant medicine. And so we can bring in this, Hey, mushrooms, not a bad time. Let's use it to heal. Having certified people, having indigenous people to facilitate those offerings and to teach and to bring us back to the land and it would be so cool to have like greenhouses in the back community wise and yeah this is a big thing and so I feel crazy having such a big idea but it feels so good and it feels like it can happen <laughs> I just want people to know there's alternative sources healing can be done within community we can grow our own food and like acupuncture is a great thing massage let's get two a month at least let's get this going and so yeah I wanted to make it accessible I want people to like feel replenished by life and I pray that will happen one day <laughs> yes thank you for sharing that we're putting it out there we're manifesting it it's going out so okay, I have two things so like I love here so like the uh the Leo Aquarius access like I feel like it's like the community bringing together it sounds beautiful I would go and attend this wherever it is wherever you end up putting it and like three years ago I had this idea where I was like I was so possessed with the idea of having a building I thought I needed a building to almost create this vision I basically want to have like a wellness woo-woo school like in a building but I'm the same way with like having a physical space for it even though we're talking over zoom and we're in completely different time zones and that's so cool but having having like a physical space or land it like I don't know there's something about that I fully get like I can like I, I'm almost visioning like what it could look like and it looks so cool yeah and I feel like it solidifies it like maybe we're so used to this virtual technology connection but we're we're just ready we're like yep it's gonna happen we'll all be in person again one day we'll get through this technology era we'll learn so much we will learn so much in so many ways but it will I think it will very much happen and it's really interesting that you say that you've also had this little inkling because I feel like other people in this community the spiritual like holistic 
just nutrient sufficient like-mindedness we have so many people who want to do these kinds of things have their own little buildings of wellness and and present them to the world and so i'm really excited to see how many of these start to pop up and just take charge and then see what falls away this is such a huge time for us so it's like that rebellious old out with the old in with the new and it's really starting to bubble up and um when what was it the saturn jupiter what was the other planet uranus conjunction was that what it was? Oh, the North Node and uh, Uranus conjunction. Is that it? Um, it happened in 2020, December then. Oh, it was all the Capricorn, right? Yeah, all yeah. of that. Um, the year before that happened, I really felt like, whoa, we're going to go to like a crazy revolutionary war, but not in like a physically bad way. And of course, things have happened in other places like that. But it really is like, something's revving up and I feel that energy and I'm like okay okay how can I get started now so I'm ready for that then <laughs> and I think that's really important for anyone out there who is curious or who is called to this kind of work but they're a little nervous of saying like hey mom and dad this is what I'm into because it's so benign like parents what what are you into what is that okay you're a kooky monster let's talk about something else it's like no this is who I am and so really practicing practicing power practicing embodiment practicing being okay in your skin I think that's our first stage here it's my first stage maybe someone else that feels the same <laughs> I'm just so like stuck on what you said about like when these things pop up which they like need to you're like something will fall away and now I'm like oh my gosh what's gonna fall away I my mind like did not go there and now I'm like Oh man, what is going to fall away? So yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun mind experiment for everyone to think about. Yeah. I like to drop little deep things once in a while. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has been so fun. I plan questions. I never know where conversations are going to go. So I like love where everything kind of like flowed to. Do you want to share now with everybody where I'll link everything, but where they can find you and how they can work with you. And then after I hit end on the call, I have questions for you because I haven't invested in personal, like, like fitness stuff since 2020. And mm -hmm. like, I feel the call because I was exploring your website and I was like, because I'm just doing it myself. And I'm like, Okay, I think I might need like a professional guidance. So, okay, but I'll let you like share everything. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lisa. Such an honor to be here. Uh, you can find me at uh, Isabel Wellman on Instagram, I-S-A-B-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, and then Wellman, how it sounds. Uh, same thing for my website, IsabelWellman.com. And I have a link tree on my Instagram. You can see all the shenanigans I get into from personal training to the astrology to the membership that I have open now. So if the whole trifecta of the body, mind, soul alignment sounded like a big calling or something you're intrigued in, you would want to hear more about, I do have my enrollment open for that. And I'm very excited for that to get some new faces in it. It's been a lot of fun for the last six months. And so that is based on the Zodiac season, you're coming in during Virgo season, time of purification, refreshment, 
we're starting school again, right? We're, we're gearing up for it. And so it'll be really, really fun to see what happens there this month. And um, yeah, so that'll be open for the next week. And I have other offerings available, personal training, that's one-on-one, astrology, that's one-on-one where we can work in like a four sessions at a time, month back to back. And so that can be a fun time. But otherwise, I just love connecting. I love interviewing people for my podcast. I love just sharing the stories, answering life questions and communicating. (laughs) So if you just want to chat and have a good time, I'm here for it. And I would say that is, oh yeah, and visit my podcast, Incredible Conversations. Truly incredible conversations. I honestly think that's the funniest title in the world and I can't change it because of how hilarious it is. But I just think I'm a comedian. So (laughs) thank you so much, Lisa. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoy today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration, there are three different ways. You can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new for exclusive episodes, or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.